Hi, I'm Roderick. I'm Marshall. And I'm Asin. Welcome back to the second episode of the People's Podcast. And we are back. And I've got some great news for you guys. In two weeks from now, well, two episodes from now, we will be doing a video recording so you can finally see my beautiful face and these two, well, unpleasant sights. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so today we're going to be covering the topic of obesity and how it's becoming a really big concern and crisis in much of the world now. And here's Marshall. So people know obesity is an issue, obviously. We hear about it a lot, but I don't really think people understand to the extent that it is. So in the world, it's 13% in the world, according to the World Health Organization, which is kind of an accomplishment, I guess you could say, for the world. People were starving, and I, some still are, but overall it's okay. But in America and developing countries, it's actually a problem. The United States uh, has 40% obesity rate, according to the CDC, and Canada has a 25% obesity rate. So no matter how you slice it, this is definitely a problem. This is way too much, and it's putting a pretty big burden on our societies. Yeah, so we're all going to kind of give us a spiel and how we're standing on it and why we think this is an issue. Now, uh, here's Aston to let it, uh, start us off, actually. Yeah, uh, we all know, of course, obesity is a problem, like Marshall said. I think... For a fact that obesity is actually the the obese uh, the obesity <laughs> crisis is a direct result of consumerism, and why do I say that? Because in most developed countries, you see, well, it's kind of like basic. Like you see a McDonald's wherever you go, it's kind of part of consumerism where you can get most of the things that you want in like snap of your finger. You know, Thanos me right there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, you got to think about it. It's 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 happening. It's all around us. We're so society's neglecting the fact that obesity. They're not necessarily neglecting, but it's not really much of a big problem. We don't really see it around us. People just go on their ways without caring that if they're like overweight, it doesn't really matter. They're just going to like live their life the way that they are. But you got you got to care about your health more. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, for me, the reason why I think this is a really big issue is two main things. Right off the bat, this is like taxing the Canadian healthcare system to the max. Like it is absolutely obliterating it. Think about this: obesity through indirect and direct cost actually cost uh, cost Canada seven billion dollars, which is absolutely ridiculous because that's more than how much cigarettes cost us. And think about it. Our uh, healthcare system's already overcrowded. Like the uh, wait time keeps on going up. Like in the fa in fact, like it went up eleven percent, I think, or something like that, in the last year. And another real big problem that I don't think another people are seeing as a result of obesity is the fact that people are worse off. This cuts your life expectancy by like eight years, according to a study in McGill. And on top of that, it reduces your productivity. You don't make as much money, the fatter you are. So like, I see this as like a dual threat problem. And this is really, really uh, threatening. And just to uh, kind of cut in there, yeah. for people who understand that there's more to life than productivity, not, essentially non-libertarians, you uh, could also say that there's a drastic drop in the quality of life for a lot of people and their families as a result. I mean, if you have a parent or someone who can't move around with you, can't throw a ball with you, can't take you out to the park or do anything or faces health issues, this is a big strain on kids, big families, burden. Yep. and themselves. So... There's more than economic consequences here. Uh, I certainly have a few uh, ideas on how to fix this. But before I do, I just kind of wanted to hit back on a sand. Mm, said too. Okay. I'm all the omnipresent critic. 
<laughs> I don't even have a point. But but basically, uh, he said consumerism was uh, why we have obesity and why I would agree with that. That's a major factor. I think what he discounts is that consumerism is part of what it means to be human or at least what it means to be a free person. In you're the going developed to have, world, maybe. You're going to have consumerism. If well, you allow the market to be free and you allow people to make purchases. But. Sure, I'm not necessarily saying that just because, oh, we should get rid of consumerism. But the thing is that the obesity happens because we have consumerism. That is a fact. Why? Because McDonald's is everywhere. You could just go down the street and there'll probably be a McDonald's there. You can eat from there. And not only that, pe- it ties into the fact that people are not going for the healthier options because there's junk food like McDonald's and it's way cheaper. You could get a burger for like a dollar or something and eat that instead of going to I don't know, the grocery shop and find healthier foods, produce, and making your own food at home. I agree with you to a certain extent. Consumerism is to blame. But I think another thing that people are really overlooking is how our lifestyle is a lot more set a sedentary now yeah and the fact that a lot of people aren't working out enough they're not moving enough they're spending too much time on their phone not that i'm saying that phones aren't a great thing in fact i love technology and every advancement where does it come from hmm phones that is true if you think about it yeah but it comes from humans who want for more humans it's a very consumerism it's absolutely natural asin might have a bit of a point here because consumerism is something that's been around for a re- relatively short amount of time in and it's going up not only that developed countries like india which are developing even rapidly so rapid they're getting phones so many people are i, I read up a fact i forget where so this can be kind of you know take it with Unsighted, a bit of, yeah yeah sure salt of green whatever bit of salt <laughs> <laughs> uh i said that wrong <laughs> but uh yeah in india you have people that are getting online thousands of people each day they're, they're getting phones for the first time. And this is an indirect result. Or maybe even direct oh, no, result. No, this is a direct consumerism. result. Yeah. Yeah. But consumerism is so new and so popular now. It's it's spreading like crazy. And it's also affecting the environment. You, we can talk yeah, about that We're not that talking later. about the environment right now. Sure. We're talking about people but getting obesity. way too... It's going to be like Wally. Remember the movie Wally? <laughs> <laughs> We're basing all our episodes off Disney. Disney is our source for everything. Um, very, very credible. Inequality was Robin Hood. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> our wealth inequality. No, but Asan was talking about uh, how cheap it is at McDonald's. Obviously, everyone knows McDonald's is pretty cheap. Well, it's but at act- the same time, according to WebMD, it's only a dollar fifty more for really healthy options if you're doing groceries. So while I agree that McDonald's is very alluring, everyone mm-hmm. likes their nugs and what have you, but really, if people have the right motivation to eat healthy and they do research, which I understand people have tight schedules, but yeah. they could do it. And if people do find this a problem with regard to finding it and stuff like this, I don't think people would be too uh, would clutch their pearls too much if the government were to aid them by doing advertising campaigns or getting stories to make it more apparent to where the healthy foods were. And I have to agree with Marshall that advertising is honestly the biggest differentiator here and it might not even be consumerism because think about it. As you're saying that healthy food isn't that much more expensive than junk food but what's the main difference? How many times have you seen a commercial for a Big Mac or a burger from McDonald's in the last week compared to a commercial for apples or 
eat healthy protein or something like that yeah yeah but that's what i'm saying so like if anything this is a marketing issue the reason why so many people are going out and buying unhealthy food and eating unhealthy food is marketing and that's something that's really like plaguing everything right now i'll tell you something from the moment you step into a grocery store to the moment you leave it everything is calculated by marketing teams the moment that you but step in, that's no, why... But, but, listen, no, no, listen. but that's what I'm saying. There's not exactly. enough television and computer marketing sure, for yeah. healthy things. I get, and it's I get, basic I get what you're often, saying. But at the same time, when you go food to is, a grocery store and you're looking to buy healthy options, a lot of pe- there's so many options. Yes, but that's you, you're stepping foot inside the consumerism, store. consumerism, there's so many options yes, for you, you in the Yes, but you are stepping world. foot inside the store. I'm saying mm-hmm. outside of the store, what's attracting more people to go get health, unhealthy food is not consumerism necessarily, but I'm saying it still plays a part. But marketing is more important because... You're more likely to go and buy something if you know about it, if you've been told about it, if you know the details. But that also ties into the fact that marketing... Marketing's been around it's, before it's consumerism so, was so on the big, rise. But, like, marketing is so big that, like, these agencies, marketing agencies, yeah. are so good at ingraining subconsciously in the, into the minds of people to think a certain way or to think that, yes, hey, but that but this that's new what thing saying. is the coolest thing. I know what you're saying, but that's... An indirect result of consumerism as well. No, but marketing's it. been around before then. You're trying to sell a product, which is everyone knows about it, and any, any anyone can get it, like McDonald's, because it's cheap, right? So when you see those, when you see those, uh, what do you call it, uh, advertisements online, yeah. like you're gonna. It's think appealing about to it. your consumer nature. It is, yes. Which I'm not. And it tastes good, which but the you principle can't deny. is. What I'm saying is, as a rise of obesity, it's not primarily consumerism, but it's the marketing which placates. Oh, no. I think it's both. I think it's all. But marketing has a bigger, I would say, a bigger, like, stance in this. Marshall, come on. Give us, give me a bit of backup here. <laughs> yeah. I was just about to butt in. I didn't want to mess up the flow. But, uh, yeah, marketing definitely does have a massive effect. And something else which allows the marketing team to be better is people just know that Food, junk food, be it McDonald's or candy or what have you, is tastes a lot better than an apple. Like very good. Everyone knows. So really, for me, I think a big thing which would help us as a society with this issue specifically and more generally would be an increase in discipline. Of course, I I think most people agree with me. I I agree with you with that, but it's so hard to. you can't tell marketing discipline. agencies to <laughs> instill discipline. What is this? It can't be, it can't be marketing uh, agencies. But, but, but they, they have the power to actually the do about, that. Going back to the marketing and why it's actually a bit bigger than consumers. Think about it. McDonald's in the U.S., according to Statista, spent about $1.5 to $2 billion on ads. I'm not disagreeing with you because they're using consumerism as a tool. Well, they can spend that money because they make money selling food that tastes yes, but, good. But, and they, it's, a cycle. it's a cycle. It's a cycle. Apple isn't The marketing exactly. is what leads more people to go buy products and more people buying products gives them more money well, to market. I know, but you you're know, getting yeah. the money because their products taste good. So the, I don't think... You don't need necessarily me, a could, good product to have a lot of marketing companies. The, the, saying, okay, the government needs to market for... These things, or it needs to give. E- no, the government doesn't need to ever step you, in at anything. What do you mean? How have you been playing Macintosh so, apples? Needs uh, to hold up. I think we're we're getting a bit sidetracked. I, I just wanna. I'm just wondering. Do you guys agree that the government should subsidize, like Marshall was saying before? This is his point. I'm kind of stealing it right now. <laughs> but should should the government subsidize healthier options? No. Healthier foods. Where I think, or maybe or can't like advertise so, for so healthier no, foods. Right. No, subsidy no. by it would be basically penalizing people for unhealthy choices. It's the same principle as you're making one more desirable by changing the prices of it. But I think this would really help. 
He actually Marshall's right about this. I apologize for saying no, but the best solution I find to curbing obesity would be a progressive tax system on unhealthy foods. Hear me out before everybody on wants sugars, to sleep my throat. On sugars, sugars, I agree. fats, where I agree. to be. On sugars, yeah, I agree. So the reasoning behind this is if we look at the price of least elasticity of healthy foods versus unhealthy foods. I'm bringing this back up again. You guys are probably going to hear me rant about price elasticity forever because it's really important. Wait, first let explain me, look, elasticity I, to some people who may not. Oh, yeah, it's true. That's true. I kind of jumped into no, it last time. Okay. <laughs> so basically, price elasticity is how... Um, how um Jesus Christ, what is the word I'm looking okay, for? Basically, how subject how, how easily something is affected by a change in price. How easily the price is changed affected by a, by a change in demand for that thing. Well yes, but a change in its price. Let's make it a little bit more simpler. Okay. So basically, if I were to make something a dollar more expensive, right. how much would the demand for it change? How much more, how much less would something change? Now something with a relatively low elasticity would not have a big change like ga- gasoline or smoke so or smoke so, so like an uh i don't know like an iphone x if you bring it down to a dollar that yeah. would have a high price elasticity exactly. Yeah, exactly. a lot more people yeah. would yeah. buy it exactly so pricing food with re- so pricing things with a ra- relatively low price and elasticity would not change habits because people would still purchase them so that's why i don't believe in subsidizing healthy foods because healthy foods have about a 0.27 price elasticity according to NCBI. So that means if I change the price in uh, healthy foods, there wouldn't be much of a change in how much people would consume. But unhealthy foods have a 0.81 price elasticity. Now, that's still not very elastic because like, it's relatively inelastic still because uh, one is basically the measure where you make the difference between inelastic and elastic. But the fact that it's higher than unhealthy foods would say that if I were to change the price in junk foods and unhealthy foods, that means less people would start or would be buying it. So that would have a bigger effect on people's eating habits than subsidizing healthy food. So that's where when you ask me, should we subsidize healthy food? I'm like, no, that's stupid. It won't make a big change. But if we, well, I don't uh, think it's necessarily but stupid. Here, 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 here for two seconds. Healthy, Here for two seconds. Subsidizing healthy food won't make a difference because more people will not buy it. That's why it has a low pricing elasticity. But, I'm not disagreeing well, you on a fact because when then, people, if someone's already addicted to, a, let's just say, a Mars bar, it has a lot of sugar that gives you dopamine, right? People can get addicted on dopamine. It's easy. Now, if someone likes Mars bars and it went from $2 to $3, it's still going to buy it. It doesn't make a difference because but it's what ingrained I'm saying in them. What I'm saying is that like, Mars bar... Look, look, give me two seconds. What I'm saying is that Mars bar has a higher price elasticity than that mm. apple. So that means... People are still going to buy it. I get it. But what I'm saying is if that apple goes up 50 cents, the amount of people who buy apples will probably still buy just about the same amount of apples, maybe slightly less. But if that Mars bar goes up 50 cents, then less people will buy that Mars bar than people will buy that apple. That's why I'm saying the price elasticity matters. That's why we shouldn't be subsidizing healthy foods because the price difference... Sorry, the amount desired will not be uh, changed enough but well, this I, tax is still relatively inefficient. Hear me out anyways. I think, because the price I think it's a bit inefficient. Food. I still agree. I still believe that healthy foods should be at least like... But what I'm saying is it doesn't make a difference. The price should be de- decreased. No, it, I mean, look look at it like then, this. Then you're just wastelessly... For the people that want to become so you, fit... So you're wasting look, people's tax money. No, no. For the people... Just listen. Hear me out. I have a plan for this. For the people that want to be fit, they will go out their way to buy healthy food. Yes? Now, if it's subsidized, sub this, whatever, subsidized, 
they will be more prone to no, buy it more and stay but healthy that, for longer. No, but, no, but that's, the the facts, that's the whole That's the that's the whole thing. No, hear but, me but no, it's not. It's not. It's not. Hear me if out. We they will not buy listen, more if we introduce a sugar tax. Because I I believe that that's sugar in itself is so it's so problematic so in sugar. our society yeah. with obs- <laughs> obesity. Right? No, a sugar tax on all foods that are high in sugar. They need to have a tax on them, See, so less yeah. people are are gonna buy it. Because it's an increased price. But that's what that's what I was saying. I prefer the progressive tax as opposed to like a flat tax. Yeah. On it, but I think uh, just to hit on Asens talking about the uh, Mars bars addiction, the, <laughs> the great plague of our society. <laughs> like, it's dopamine. For, actually. We live in a society. <laughs> bottom tax. Anyway, what I think, like, kind of, uh, we'll discuss this more in another episode because this is a whole topic on its own. We wouldn't yeah. want right. to uh, change the course of the podcast. Yes. But getting. Uh, people popular people by which i mean people in government to uh basically advocate for more and parents to use more discipline on kids i don't mean like hitting but like the promotion <laughs> of well, uh, nothing bad for good beat. you raise your parents promotion- people's podcast <laughs> is a proud supporter of beating your kids the promotion no, of like that, that kind of virtue and putting you it in schools is going to be want. really important because more and more we have more choices and we have more opportunities to make the bad decisions that getting discipline is really important. I, I see it in my, yeah. my, my little sister's uh, school. Like, she goes to a school where they actually care about their students. They're like, you cannot eat too much sugar. They're, they're ingraining it into their students' heads. Yeah. Where it's like, don't go for eating sugar all the time. Like, lessen your load. You know, try to be more healthy. They, they go through forests. They have, like, they go so many. <laughs> yeah. No, remember? I remember in elementary school, I never had that opportunity to just, like, have, like, a field day you know, in the forest, we'd always be controlled in an environment yeah. know, like marketing ag- agencies do. They control you by making you look at certain things. I, I think okay, so are you, are you agreeing with my marketing as, <laughs> what, as the root cause what for I the would obesity say, though, crisis then? It's to sort of bounce off of the uh, schools helping people thing. If uh, you look at Singapore, everyone's looking at Singapore. As we yeah, know. So you probably about, already know. What about Singapore? But Singapore Jesus had a, a program to deal with obesity, the uh, Slim and Fit program. Some test? people, some libertarians who are very low IQ, this is a might say that it's, it's draconian. But it's basically what draconian. they did was that they measured the uh, how far the kids were above the what they should be for their age with regard to weight. And they would make kids who stray too far above it do extra gym classes and limit their calorie intake. So they would you make. You forgot to bring in the point where they would keep them after school well, against their if, will if to work was, out. If it was extremely serious, <laughs> then yes. And they didn't have if, a choice. If, you, if it's an extremely serious case, your life could be in danger. So there's grounds to say. I, yes. I don't disagree with that. I'd rather have them get skinnier yeah, from fat to skinnier. Instead of forcing children, keep in mind these are children. These are not adults. You're forcing children. You gotta teach child, them young. It's child abuse to have. To let <laughs> it is kid, kind of a child. Unless abuse, it's a yeah. medical condition or something. Yeah. If you're letting your kid be that unhealthy. That's but child abuse. What I'm that saying is, is, it's neglecting your child's fucking care. You just mark Sorry instead of instead of instead of curbing people's social liberties, which you seem to be so fond I'm of. So fond of. You just have marketing campaigns for healthier options and a progressive tax. But don't on, do that. I agree with I agree with Roderick there. And but, but and also too something we have to talk about this thing. He's saying, oh, advertising this, advertising that. I'm sure it will help. But this Singapore thing, the reason I bring it up is because. I was looking at all of the programs and seeing how effective were they really. And one of the most effective things I found was this. This dropped it higher than any other thing I've seen. Oh, what it was like 8% over 8 years. A okay. percent a year. And it dropped I'd say obesity something levels. like that. I, the the uh, description, in the description of this video, we have a link to it about my source. So we could check all up our on sources, that. Yeah. 
but uh, it's it proved to be a really effective system for it. So say what you will, but basically people are dying from this. I definitely see the concerns of a personal liberty. It's very important to me as well. Yeah. But there are kids, they can't really make decisions for themselves. We all agree on this, obviously. So I'm not advocating for adults or anything. But so look, if your kid is so, fat, so, that's so this a is why we should ban children. Is what I'm getting. No, I'm playing. No, look, 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 <laughs> abortion advocates, pro-choice advocates. If, if, if your kid is over the obese level, the BMI or whatever, he needs to be. I mean, you kind of have to control your kid, or at least because it's you don't do that. a child in some sense. You're feeding him so much that he gets fat. Oh, you love your kid so much. We get it. We know you love him. Well, Who knows? For but, a lot of people, and I'm not saying everyone now, is a lot of people are fat, and it's by choice. Yeah, and essentially. You know, even though kids generally can't make decisions for themselves, they can make things that do make a relatively large impact. Like, me when I was a kid, I was relatively fat, and I was out of shape. No fault of my parents, it's just I hated working out, and I thought that food was great, and I would overeat the shit out of everything. But guess what I realized? Hey, if I take some personal responsibility, and I force myself to work out... I can be in shape. I can be strong. And guess yeah, what? Absolutely. Over a few years, I put, I got myself in better shape, and now I work out all the time. So we do not need to force kids against their You're will. Fat, we man. need to instill yeah, discipline. Exactly. No, but <laughs> this is the thing. I'm all for the concept of personal responsibility, but for me, it only really applies in a serious manner. Of course, I want to teach kids personal responsibility and everything, but with government policy, it only applies to adults. I'm not like... Hey, Timmy, living off your mom, where's the personal responsibility? You're 10, now get out of the house, get a job, you little bitch. <laughs> like, this is, it's, there's limits to this. So one solution we can think about is school cafeterias. Michelle nice, Obama but... tried to reform the, uh, the food in the, in the cafeterias. All the kids hated it, and it didn't really work out. And consumerism. Now, and now all, all, the, uh, unhealthy, uh, all the unhealthy Why? stuff's because back on the Why? Because consumerism. Menu. People like unhealthy things more no, than they like... No, it's the marketing things. that makes them believe they like exactly. these things. Like, unhealthy food is great, but like, sometimes healthy stuff is good. It's just you forget how good it is because you don't have ads telling you 24-7 you need to go back here. You only like those chocolate bars because they tell you you like those chocolate bars. In some sense, Hope that's I how Roger it starts. Boykin. That's how it starts. Slowly, okay. and then essentially... On the same you, page, then. No, I agree. Marketing is a tactic, but consumerism is the like essence of this problem. My problem is that that seems to be. I, I might be wrong here, so please please expand. But it seems like your main or pretty much only tactic is marketing. No, but it's also and, the progressive tax system. And the progressive tax system. Okay, that's fair enough. But I think with regard to kids, you need some protections for them at this point. And it's not even economic benefit. It's not even, oh, okay. you should. But it's, it's more for kid, quality it's for of life. It's for Giving the government yeah. more control in your social life is never a good idea. That does not I'm, lead good to good results. For kids, ah, we allow the government kids. to have a little bit of yeah. control. When you're an we adult, do. you can make your own decisions. We have social services for kids that are harmed but and all of that. It's, yeah. Kids can't make their own decisions. That's, they're, they're, if you want, I, I gave an exact example of a kid who made his own decisions. You made, that's one kid. You are not all kids. Exactly. I know. But I, if we appeal to them... With marketing, instead of forcing them into ah, vacations. So tell me, how are you going to appeal to a kid who only has his sights for candy? You tell him, oh, don't eat this candy, throw it away. He's going to run to that candy. He's going to want that. I, I, to be honest, I just don't think it's enough. I don't think you can appeal to so many kids. As but there's, you parents, have, there's no quick fix as well. You guys yeah, are... You guys it are look, it's no, going to take time. Look, the Slim Trim program is something that's a quick fix. This Here is a here. generational problem. With the progressive tax system, it eventually pays off itself. So here we I brought up the fact that obesity costs our country through indirect and direct costs about $7 billion a year, right? Right. So I told, I, I told you guys also that junk food's more elastic than 
healthy food, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. if people's unhealthy eating habits are slightly curbed bit and bit, right off the bat, you have, hear me out, right off the bat, you have some of that tax money going towards the healthcare system, which you can use to alleviate its cost, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people are eating healthier food, so that means they're getting less sick, they weigh less, right? Yeah. They're in healthier shape. So it's also costing the healthcare system less money. And on top of that, it lets you avoid paying taxes. Because if you don't eat healthy food, you're not paying that extra tax on unhealthy foods. Not only, not only does it, it, let me finish. Not only does it make it easier for everyone to be healthy and makes our healthcare system have less of a burden and less things over time, it also allows you to stop paying so much damn taxes. I'll, I'll give you a question right now. What defines healthy food? I was in a humanitarian humanitarian class. Humanities class. Humanities class, whatever. <laughs> humanities, class. humanities class. My English, whoa. But yeah, I was in a humanities class, which we talked about foods. Yeah. And we come to a conclusion that, well, it was a big, big discussion that yeah. a lot of even healthy foods have corn fructose, which is a byproduct of harvesting corn. And corn, there's no variety in crops nowadays if you're talking about agriculture, and that's that agriculture is the backbone for healthy, for, like, healthy alternatives, because that's where all the healthy food comes for from. For all the society, actually. Well, exactly. If, if you want healthy society, foods, we'd all just eat GMOs. Exactly. GMOs can... Well, yeah. Sure, GMOs, sure, in some sense, but some people would just go for junk food instead. They don't believe, whatever. But here's the thing. What defines healthy food nowadays? Because there's so many foods with corn, fructose, bribe byproducts of it. Oh, I was like a bunch of other like stuff that says soy, it's sugar-free and all this stuff. Yeah. Like soy and all that. Basically, it's, it's protein, protein and veggies. But if we're talking about like this tax on unhealthy, this tax thing, if this is the question well, Actually, I want, you, you had a really good point about like a lot of things say they're healthy. Well, no, but, but we're not, not, we're not, 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 we're not putting a subsidy on healthy things. We're putting a tax on unhealthy things. Yeah. We know Which, there's like, high amounts of sugar, high amounts of all sorts of things. Like, there yeah. are things we can all agree on. We don't have to put a tax on things we're speculating on. Like, Brussels sprouts but, are unhealthy. But, don't eat Brussels sprouts. Roger was saying <laughs> that high elasticity will still... People will still buy a Mars bar even though... Well, that, sorry, even though I, should, I should clarify. Junk food has a higher elasticity than healthy right, food, yeah. but it's still relatively inelastic. But so people will still buy This tax it, right? is still inefficient, mind you. Oh, a lot of taxes are inefficient, but that's another story. But... It will work better. It's better than subsidizing healthy food. I agree yes. on that. I agree on that because if you if we tax unhealthy food, it'll it, have a it, bigger effect. It'll have a bigger effect because it gets all of these junk foods, you know, sugar, all these sugar, salty yeah. foods, and it brings them into one category. Yeah. So, but the only problem here now is having FDA approved foods when a lot of foods go through the FDA mm-hmm. it's like the organization that controls the food and like make sure there's, there's FDA not enough, also does drugs right uh, yes it does okay. and it makes sure that like uh, there's not enough like uh, there's not too much pesticides in like uh, produce and stuff like corn or whatever but mm-hmm. they uh, they look through it and a lot of these healthy or unhealthy foods they're not labeled correctly in some sense or they're mislabeled in in a way like these marketing agencies do this purposefully and they get away with it legally because they can yeah well that's 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 the states for you we don't have the fda here we have a much better we have better protections against the i don't i don't want to speak out of place i I don't know we have something similar basically do you want to check that up actually uh we can check it out later maybe i mean i don't well i'm about to i have a good point right i want i want to talk about japan before you talk about Japan, can I just say one more thing? Let me be a weeboo. One thing about Canada is that 
we we're actually better off than the states because we protect our dairy farmers over here. Oh, we protect them. Oh my god. We protect so them from our American American co- No, but it ties into the fact that we what? need government intervention no. in the market when it comes to vulnerable industries like the dairy farm. But what does this have to do with obesity? It does. But what does this have to do with obesity? What does milk have to do with obesity? How are you going to put a tax on sugar items if most of, a lot of politicians are in the pockets of a lot of industries that wouldn't want this? Think about it for a second. They try to do this, and I believe in, uh, I forget where, I, I don't want to, well, you forget, it's better than Japan is a good idea, because Japan did implement the fat tax, which did tax a lot of these foods. But here's yeah. the thing I But yes, it does, yeah, Asa does have a good point. A lot of, a lot of politicians are bought out, but one of the good in things, in Canada what, though, a lot less than the US, I don't, yeah. I really don't, because we talked about the, uh, but the sugar companies the, are big. I know, everywhere. I know they're big everywhere. Everywhere. But especially when there's public what outcry the so blatantly, companies can buy out Canadian politicians for no, things. Right, People right, don't right. really give that much. One other thing that's... that's like, public, public, but coming back, coming back yeah. to the food again is, one of the good things is the fact that since junk food is still relatively inelastic, but more elastic than healthy food, is the fact that if you increase the tax on it, those corporations will still be making the same amount of money or... Still buy it. Because people still buy it. Exactly, I get it. Yeah. So you won't have to worry as much about them combating this because the change won't necessarily make too big of an impact. They'll still they'll make do. Do. These, these corporations often, they're not just sugar, they're food produced things with maybe a focus on sugar mm. products. Mm. What this might encourage them to do is actually make less sugary products. There'll be less yeah, sugary exactly. products on the market, not just But here's how they control public outcry. Let's just say... What, what, like, pub, what public listen, outcry? Listen, listen. Well, I mean, Here's how they control it. Let's just say you... Uh, we'd all agree Mars bars are pretty popular, right? Or Snickers, right? Mars bars. Mars bars are just, kind of, it's, it's, a, a, it's an example. Mars bars are the fruit of degenerates. Oh, Henry Gay. What about Kit Kats? Let's just go no. Kit Kats, okay? Oh, oh Henry Mars. You discussed no, it. We can, we can have this whole discussion somewhere else. I can agree to that. Coffee Chris, I love it. But okay, so we're all in agreement here. Coffee Chris Why does it take so long? Coffee Chris, okay? See, this is the marketing. Listen, this is the marketing. It is. Coffee Chris itself. Now... We all love Coffee Crisp, and we would probably be mad if Coffee Crisp was $5 for a whole bar. No, not yeah. really. But I'm not, I'm not saying raise it by $5. If it went from $1 to $5, but, we'd be mad. I'm not, I'm Public but, outcry right there. But, but, people would be... No. Yeah, people would be mad. And, two things. It's a progressive tax system that I'm saying. I'm not saying a but flat it, it tax. tax. It hurts the... It hurts the, the, the... What do you call it? The junk, the junk food tax. It doesn't because it's relatively... What you do is... What you do is... Let's say for every... For, like, for the first five grams, you're over... And I'm... I'm I don't have the exact numbers, but let's say for the first Those five sugar, okay. first five grams, it's like one cent, and this isn't the exact things. Yeah, and then like just ten grams, yeah. it's three cents, and then fifteen, it's five, and then it goes up and up. So it's not going to be like this will rise to this. Yeah, it's more. It's, it's not it's so more drastic a, a price increase on all goods, so much as it is a slight increase in very high sugar content. Do you know what the daily intake, the daily recommended intake for sugar is? It's like forty grams. It's it's very 40 grams. low. Now. You can drink two two cups of orange juice, and that's already like, fuck. Sorry for that. That's, that's already like Swears sixty g's. That's already times. sixty grams of sugar right there. More than your daily intake of sugar. That is insane. That is insane how much sugar is. So if if you're gonna put this kind of tax, I know you just give an example, okay. but if you're gonna put this tax, everything. Every, I mean, I literally mean everything will be taxed. But here's the thing is, you can avoid this tax, so you can end up paying less money in taxes. Something I prefer, like this this uh, tax on junk foods is an okay idea, mm-hmm. of course. There are a few flaws, as Anne's sort of pointing them out here, like drinking orange juice is a 
fairly healthy. It's sugary, but it's not fairly healthy at all. Not a lot of juice is very a lot of nutrients. A lot of juice. Anyway, sure, the tax I would be more sympathetic to is uh, this is my uh, topic on Japan here. The tax right. on the fat. Bring people. it on. Uh, for starters, Japan's very disciplined. So I they agree. one of, that's no, yeah, one they of the reasons Japan yeah. is one of the skinniest countries in the yeah. world, and at the same time, it's very rich. But it's not just discipline. They're also very old, it's, and their economy is crumbling. Well, that's birth rate and their economy is crumbling and economics, but. With regard to this, this is the, they look at how far above the average they are with regard to obesity and tax you that amount. So I would be a lot more comfortable with that where it's not necessarily penalizing people for drinking yeah. like an orange juice. We don't want like to do that. We don't want to do that. But if you, like, it's actually the real consequence because we're trying to get the sugary things out to stop obesity. Mm -hmm. Well, why don't we just tax obesity? The people with not, if you have a medical condition, you're exempt, obviously. This sounds kind of fascist. You're taxing people what? based on... Uh, but you're hurting, you, you said it yourself, they're hurting the economy. Yes, Canada but I know. We're going $7 billion. What's dollars? the difference between taxing someone for eating poorly... And taxing someone for being obese. If you eat poorly, you're going to be obese. Let me explain. Let me explain. Because right off the bat, if you're somebody extremely muscular, you will be overweight, and you have a chance to be obese it's, just it's by the muscle mass. Overweight. It's how much. It's back on. So you. Well, let me get it. You, you are going. Blocker, you are going to check every single individual in this country. Japan manages to do it. It's like, make it part of your normal doctor's. That sounds really so expensive. Canada is possible. We have. So I'm just never going to go to the doctors then. If I was obese, I you don't could. It okay, wouldn't be a good idea. No, but, but, but I mean, but your the tax that you're talking about with the junk food tax, the just the sugar tax, yeah. right? It would be even worse if you think about it, no. because so many things would be taxed because they have high concentrations of sugar. In this case, if you target the problem but it's itself, not, it's not this massive tax increase. I did you heard me? It's going to be like small amounts based on the percentage. Yeah, like what would? But there's so much sugar in everything. It's insane. Yes, but the biggest price increase you would see is something like a bottle of Coca Cola that's two dollars would be three dollars. You know, a one liter bottle of Coke can sell for ninety nine cents, but a bottle of water can sell for like two bucks. Did yeah, you know that? That's it says Coca Cola is efficient. There you go, and it takes more Coke. It takes more water, fresh water, to make Coke. Coca-Cola sells they're, water as well. And they just price it differently. It's insane. They're using fresh water to make a, 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 something that's so sugary and it's not even good for you. And Roderick's point on the obesity, obese people not going to the doctors, maybe a fair maybe. point. I think it's just due to procrastination in, in some sense. But what I'm saying, I, I think that, the uh, other issue for Canada would be, I, I presented the point, it's kind of a brainstorm thing, right. but... Basically, Canada doesn't really have... A lot of people don't have family doctors. That's a big issue we have today. Yeah. I mean, so, that might be another issue. We have free healthcare. doesn't mean you're going to have a free doctor, too. Uh, right? I feel Marshall's kind of a fascist. wants to keep kids locked in I like personal liberties. No, but locked he, in he has a right idea. People. The school he, thing is a good... I just, I'm, that, I'm just playing. The school thing is something I... I wasn't brainstorming that I actually agree on that. But this uh, <laughs> this tax thing here, that was more of a brainstorm. So, take that with a grain of salt. We have to discipline our children. <laughs> We have to discipline our children and, sure, punish those who go over the obese levels because they are a burden on our economy. You said it yourself, $7 billion for Canada. Yes. These obese people are but taking away. These are still people, mind right. you. That's, that's not denying them. <laughs> no, 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 that's not denying Jesus their... Christ. We're not denying them human rights. We're just trying to help them live longer. Forcing people to stay in location sounds like the... No, well, no one's forcing rights. you to well, do anything. Well, if we're going to talk about kids, but high school is compulsory in Canada, so oh, that's in the denial of human rights already. Yeah, there you go. Oh, and the parents get to tell the kids not to eat something too, so that's a denial of human rights. 
Oh, they didn't. Uh, <laughs> if parents were to go to your room, oh, they're denying me my freedom. Let's no, because that's oh not like, what? Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. That's not the government denying you your freedom. Oh, no, it's your parents. That's exactly. oh, that was fine. If I was your guy to your head and say, you better do this, like, okay. But that's, that's the that's problem. Not human rights. That's what we're trying to say. The problem is, you need to start with the parents, the schools. You gotta start at the lower levels and raise. The schools are government ran here for the most part. Well, I would I would make some reform. This is another podcast topic, but some reforms on this would be. Good. What are you saying, Marshall? I don't like I don't like what we're you're talking about. I like public schools, but I, there needs to be alternatives. This is another podcast idea. Yes, you're right. But the, the principle is, what you guys are proposing is intrusive and and insulting to people's basic liberties. How about and this? the only humane and respectful way to approach the obesity crisis is. A progressive tax system on unhealthy foods. Not progressive. And marketing campaigns. It's not progressive. If but so you know what progressive things... means. It does. It doesn't mean. Yeah, oh. it happens over time. Sure. No. 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 It's not what it means. means it's what do you mean? Then. Okay. So you know, you know, we have a tax system, right? And if yeah. you make more money, you're taxed more. But you're not taxed on every level. It's. It's brackets. It's brackets. Yeah. I'm talking about brackets of tax on sugary food. That's what I mean by progressive. Sure. I I, I don't mean liberal party progressive. I mean a progressive. Tax bracket. Your food on. is gonna be woke. That tax. <laughs> so now, now do you see why I think it's? But I don't think that's an end all solution for it, for obesity. Sure, it can. It's gonna slowly curve cases. it over time. Uh, but if we start, I think I think we can start. Sure, we can. We can start that. by stripping away everyone's human rights and locking them in a cave no, so no, they no. can never eat again. There you will be no obese people. I, I forgot to mention. <laughs> they, I, I believe that they're trying to get rid of the beef test over here in Canada. That's, that's bad. stupid. The beef test now, is iconic. Are you gonna Are you gonna be like, oh, they're denying my human rights to not run? Well, the whole basis of why they're getting rid of the beef test is because they on people's human rights. They literally to run is in high school. That was, that was the basis for it. it oh, my God. The f- fucking human Some rights sensitive is be people. forced to run. Here's the thing. You cannot have proper discipline without being... Without doing the beef test. <laughs> without being doing the beef test. No, you're right. Because you need a sense of discipline. You need discipline in your life to get through things. You can't just be like... Oh, it's infringing on my human rights. And I don't like it. You can stop running whenever you want. You could do like run three steps. You could. Like, oh, yeah, you could. Like, 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 we Dude. haven't actually looked at them enough. Promoting what? a active lifestyle. Oh yeah, we should talk about that. Like, like we totally like, skimmed over that. We, d- we definitely. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Right, In so, Canada, we can do that with marketing okay. agencies. Marketing? Before, I get, before I get into More that, gym classes. No, we are we're not levels. subsidizing gyms. No. <laughs> no, well, I'm not subsidizing. You know, I would actually like that. Like, that would not work. No. That would not work. Because it's not make people aren't going to go to Cause, it. Because just because just just the gym's cheaper. Like, a lot of people who sign up to the yeah. gym are just abandoned. Just because the gym's cheaper doesn't mean more people sure, are yeah, going yeah, yeah. to need discipline. You need yeah. discipline to go to the gym, first of all. We need and, we need to make it mandatory to go to the gym. Otherwise, you lose all your human rights. It's a wonder why Roger goes to the gym at all. Like, yeah, you know, like. There's no point in subsidizing gyms, of course, but uh, we gotta we gotta we gotta promote an active or healthy lifestyle. Marketing. Marketing. Yeah, yes. I would market that. But how can you get marketing agencies to listen? Dude, government mm-hmm. could just CBC is basically a government uh, sock yeah. puppet. Who anyway. watches CBC? I watch. Me I have a lot of people watch, watch CBC. CBC. Yeah. Uh, the CBC needs to get hip with the kids. I, I would Did you say I have to look into. It. It. I, you I, aren't even CBC, hip with the quote unquote kids. You just said hip. I'm hip with the kids. What are you there. implying, Roger? What I would do I'm is I would make the CBC <laughs> a bit more relatable to kids with programs suited to it other than the 
it's like okay for people who are interested in politics, I guess, but to appeal to kids, it needs to have new programs. But I think this would the CBC would be great for this, or they could independently contract like private companies to do it. But yeah, that's that's preferable. That sounds better. Yeah, but the CBC is a cheap option too, because the government. But the government's gonna have to pay for that. The right? CBC, yeah. you know, they already pay for it. Yeah, but I'm saying commercial. the commercials, you, the cost of the commercials would pale in the amount of money you'd save preventing obesity. Yeah, exactly. This is why the CBC is a cheap solution. I, I independently contracting companies. Even though I abolish the CBC. If we could use the same tactics that McDonald's does to show their burgers before healthier options, would that be effective? Well, when the, well yes, it would be, but Imagine healthy that. food doesn't have $2 billion to just toss. Sure, but we know you know when you see those uh, those advertisements of like a Big Mac and it's all like crispy and it's all like perfect and everything. We crispy like you, you could just you yeah. you know the image in your you head. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows it in their in their yeah, head. No, it's sharp. It looks nice. You're like I want a bite Some out of crispy that. Crispy carrots. <laughs> if we could do that with healthier options like cook, I don't know, like. Uh, Bean sprouts, uh, like uh, a good but, salad. Okay, or something. you're making bad healthy foods here. Yeah. Here, a good What's chicken really salad. Good stuff is <laughs> you get yourself some Bean nice salad. seasoned chicken. You make yourself some uh, sweet potatoes. Caesar salad. Caesar <laughs> salad's very unhealthy, mind you. And McDonald's is unhealthy. It's unhealthy everywhere. A lot of Caesar salads are the good. The fat, the fat content Here's in the, the dressing. Well, you don't need to have the dressing though. I worded the. You can those low fat dressings you can get. You get like a raspberry dressing too. That tastes good. A raspberry oh dressing. Yeah, no, it's disgusting. Oh, I don't know. I don't even eat salad anyway, though, so I probably shouldn't talk. I only eat salad with chicken. I've never I eaten eat, salad I eat the most life. salad out of all of you. Okay. What do you want a reward for that? Yes. <laughs> can I can I have I, a gold star, please? Your medals okay. in the mail. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I think we've uh, we've talked about this enough, and uh, <laughs> that's that's really a problem. Thank you, thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. You're starting this up. It is complete. It's over. No more podcasts. But yeah, he does have a point. Yeah. Please uh, stay tuned for the next episodes, boys. Well, we're not gonna we're not gonna have a little conclusion of our no, opinions I'm, here. No, I'm concluding. I think we talked enough about this. Yeah, we all know obesity is bad, and we all know that I, consumerism I just, is the problem. Shout out, no, Matthew. No. We all we all know <laughs> that. We all we all know that in the end. Personally, I find that there's only real, there's only two real solutions. It's a progressive tax system on unhealthy food and marketing towards healthy food. This is a real issue because not only does it stress our healthcare system and lowers our economic ability and worsens the life of these people affected it, but this is an actual disease, and I'm going to be honest here. And it actually hurts me when I see people who are obese because these people are actually in pain. And these people are suffering. They're a burden to... to everyone around them. No, but like, you know, if, don't cry. If I'm the guy, yeah. if I'm the guy who's always based everything off economically, I'm being serious here, and we should start I looking out for too. fellow Canadians. I get, I get mad. I agree. Too, yeah. And well, it's not, it's not an anger directed towards any one of those people. It's an anger directed at, society, at the result and the outcome. At we need to society, yeah. come together as Canadians and implement my progressive tax. I agree with Roderick. But I think you need to have the protections for kids in school. Mm-hmm. You need to have that Singapore program, that Slim and Fit program. Very effective. Only thing we've talked about here, proven to be effective, proven to be good. This I'm very sympathetic to Liberty. I'm a big lover of Liberty. That's a good but joke. But this is simply not a Come violation on. of Liberty at all. Roderick's been slammed with facts and logic on that one. <laughs> Destroyed. Yeah, well, uh, I think... Uh, of course, everyone else is a big problem. I think we need to have grassroots organizations to curb obesity. We need to start at the lower levels of public schools, kindergarten even. We need to instill 
this kind of discipline and this mental, uh, you could say like mental uh, ideology, I don't know. Fortitude. Fortitude that you shouldn't be fat, you shouldn't be obese. And that's not to say that, you know, some people have medical problems, sure, they're going to become fat because of it. At the same time, though, we need to make sure, with regard to this uh, red-pilling kids and obesity, (laughs) that we stigmatize obesity, not obese people. Like, we need to view it as you're sick, essentially. Like, you have a health problem, problem, here's the medication, do it. It's not like, oh, you're sick. Fat, but obesity like you is a mental. Like no, no, of course not. I'm not saying that. Apologies for the swear. Let's let conclude up. Yeah. Mental, uh, obesity is a mental health problem. It it stems from the fact that you lack uh, discipline or motivation to go to the gym, and that's kind of facts. <laughs> Think about it. Like yeah, anyone yeah. who's facts anyone doesn't go to the gym. They don't. They don't. Anyways, I mean, we got to start at the lower levels. Look at it from there. Maybe even change our variety of. Uh, produce that we make because we're making too much corn fructose and we're putting that into everything and we're feeding our cows corn and that's like making them fatter but yeah. it's making the meat unhealthy it's a really long conclusion <laughs> it is a very long conclusion <laughs> anyway <laughs> cows corn anyways. anyways you can look into it there's so many articles online it's very interesting anyways yeah. i'm signing off thanks for listening make sure to drop a comment on whether you agree or disagree with us all right. Well, before we actually sign off, I'm signing uh, off. <laughs> well, no, because this is important. If you guys want some really spicy political memes, ben follow Shapiro the people. Here. No, follow the People's Podcast Seven on Instagram or the People's Podcast on Facebook. So that way, you guys can actually like and comment instead of randomly saying like and comment. Like on the video too. Ben Shapiro, <laughs> I'm signing out. Get destroyed. Roderick Boykin, you guys are the generous. This is Maxine Grenier. Signing out. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs>